When I need to send cash fast, the Western Union app is my go-to. And now you can send up to $500 for a $5 fee worldwide. All you have to do is download the app, choose the pay in cash option, then come in and pay at a participating Western Union agent location. Download the Western Union app today. You the best in local and national news and welcome to BassCast Radio, bringing you the best in local and national news and bass fishing, as well as interviews with some of the best anglers from all over the U.S. With your host, Brian Carter and Bruce Callis. Oh, Father, tell me, do we get what we deserve? Oh, we get what we deserve. And where down we go, Lord. guys we'd like to welcome to you all to this lunchtime episode of Basscast radio want to get this one up uh it's a good one right here with uh elite angler aaron martins um aaron's gonna be giving us a look back at his win on uh lake champlain so um hope you guys enjoy that we had the opportunity to sit down the other day and talk but um before we get started on the show today and we always got to thank our sponsors, man. Stanton River Outdoors. Make sure you give them a like on Facebook. Uh, they just started, if you heard last week. Um, the uh, guide, you know, the uh, kayak rentals and the uh, canoe rentals. If you, you know, looking to float around here, it's supposed to be a nice weekend. Make sure you give them a call and get that set up today for Saturday. If you haven't already seen already, the BassCast Fall Tournament Trail schedule is up for 2017. I know I've already had some people message me. Yes, the very first one kicks off on a Sunday and the rest are on a Saturday. I have an event that wraps up that Saturday, a.k.a. the reason why all of them are not on Saturday this year. But uh, please come out and fish with us. Uh, we didn't want to cross, you know, it's a lot of tournaments happening this fall. So we'd love to have you. Love to fish with you. Uh, Missile Baits. Make sure you go like them on uh, Facebook and Instagram as well. Dick Sporting Goods. They are the sponsor of the Lunker for the BassCast Fall Tournament Trail. Diablo Custom Baits. You guys seen some of the jigs that he has that we've been giving away. Plus, um, Grey Goat Lures. Check out their spinner baits. And Parkway Marina. That is the host of the BassCast Fall Tournament Trail for 2017. And BassBoatForSale.com. Looking to buy a boat, 
or sell a boat, do it on BassBoat, the number four, sale.com. And last but not least, Fishingpedia, a great message board, you know, looking to talk bass fishing, learn a little bit about bass fishing, or just talk, I mean, the stories you know everybody wants to tell, man. You can do it all right here on Fishingpedia.com. So guys, we're going to take a quick commercial break, and we're going to be back with Mr. Aaron Martins. I'm Jonathan Arthur. I'm Mandy Arthur. And I'm Paul Smith of Stanton River Outdoors. It's that time of the year again, and Stanton River Outdoors is not just a gun shop. We have your fishing needs covered. We have rods, reels, line, live bait, and a large selection of lures, including gray goat spinnerbaits. We also have rod and reel repair and custom rod building. Late evening, early morning, and forgot something before the big tournament? We have an emergency on-call number of 434-444-7682 in case you forgot something. So come on down to Stanton River Outdoors, 508B, Pittsylvania Avenue, Alavosta, Virginia, or call 434-608-2601. Stanton River Outdoors for all your outdoors. Points, cash, gear, sports. With a Dick Scorecard, you earn points on all your purchases and get 3% back in rewards and access to exclusive deals and events. It's simple. Points lead to cash to buy gear so you can play more sports. Get your Dick Scorecard and start earning reward certificates today. Every season starts at Dick's. All right, guys, we are back with Bassmaster Elite Pro, Aaron Martins. Aaron just come off a big win this past week on Lake Champlain. What's going on? I'm back home. I mean, I'm back home. I've already been to Six Flags and everything day after. But uh, rested up and, and got my truck out of the truck finally. I haven't, unloaded, I haven't unloaded my stuff yet out of the truck and motorhome so it's pretty much uh setting in that's awesome but pretty neat deal pretty neat deal to come back from so far back in the only three pounds back then i mean i think everybody realized that wasn't really that much weight it right happened to be in 19th place which is kind of a record that might be hard to beat but i'm sure it will be someday it's just the chances don't come up very often to come back from past 12th place to win because there's not that many cancellations during the seasons to to have that chance to do that. So I took, I took advantage of it and did it. <laughs> well, you know, you're talking about the cancel, talking about the cancellation and, uh, you know, day one being canceled. I, I read on Bassmaster, a lot of the guys went golfing and, you know, just had a family day. What, what did you end up doing that day? Uh, besides running five miles, I went and saw to do with the kids. They played a little bit, I slept in. You know, I went back to sleep initially. That was nice. Uh, get some rest. But, I mean, that was after our practice, and our practice was pretty grueling, you know, 13, 14-hour days, and there's just not a lot of time for sleep. So I came back and went to sleep for a couple hours, and I think we went and saw a movie, and, and then I ran, and I relaxed and played with the kids. And That's awesome. Did some stuff on that campground, you know, just kind of an off day. I, I love those off days. I wish we had them every tournament because I'd buy you. Just that one day of sleeping in, it's unbelievable how it makes you feel. That's I mean, cool. a lot of these guys come in early anyways, and, and and they kind of go to sleep out of routine. They get eight hours a night. I don't do that. I, I fish late and fish hard and work on tackle a lot more than a lot of guys. So I, I hurt my, my sleep routine pretty pretty bad. So well, it's nice. Nice to have an off day. Cool. 
Well, going, uh, let's go back at the beginning, going back into uh, the pre-practice for the big event. How was your practice for the event? Pre-practice, I didn't get pre-practice. I know a lot of guys went up there and uh, they don't really have families and stuff. They kind of fish a lot. Uh, I just kind of, I know Sam playing pretty well or I think two and a half days is enough time. But, but yeah, the first day, I think most of us froze our butts off. It was uh, in the 50s. Uh, it was the highs, it was windy, it was real cloudy out, gray, no dark out, and right. rainy. It rained for like 10 hours that day. Like, it didn't stop till like 4 o'clock. It was, it was miserable. Um, I had like three layers on, like, you know, a shirt, a jacket, a rain jacket, bibs, my swim stuff. And it needs to be pretty warm, but being 57, they're high, and they need like another layer at least, like long underwear. I mean, I talked to three or four guys in the water, and we were all freezing. So that was a miserable day. Uh, second day was a little prettier. You know, I had some good weather. Fishing, actually, for how dark and cloudy and rainy it was, if, you know, the initial, that first day was actually pretty good. Yeah, your day, uh, for, day number one. Still. Yeah, day one, you had yeah, 18, I, 18, 8 pounds, and day two, well, you thought, only had 16. That, free, that first day of free fish was, because we had kind of a bad pre fish weather. We had a... Uh, and they're actually biting pretty good in that bad weather. You know, usually when it's dark and cloudy rainy like that, flies don't react as well. But they they actually bit really well. And the second day was nice weather practice, and the third day was probably a little better than the second day. So it just kept getting nicer. And then and then we had wind, though. and uh, the wind um, you know, obviously blew that first day as a term that Thursday right. canceled it. Yeah, I was ready. There was a bit. I mean, everybody would have caught that day. They were biting. Um, it just a bit. No, it would have taken at least twice as long to get to the uh, fishery uh, places where we're fishing, but that's not a big deal. We're used to that. I bet I've gone out a lot worse, but I was glad they called it. And, uh, you know, the first day of tournament was Friday, and the wind shifted out of the north, you know, blew south for practice, the south for a canceled day, and then the first day of tournament moved over to the So but it didn't really blow. I mean, it was like more like a breeze. So, I mean, but. You could tell that fish weren't working at bite and react as well, but they actually bait. So, in reality, it kind of probably was a good thing. I mean, uh, everybody would probably caught me even better if we blown out of south, but since it, uh, that weather shifted, it got a little tougher. So, um, I kind of had to catch them on reactions too, but I put them away and I kept them on the deck of my boat. I did catch them on top water that first day pretty good, uh, like a big top water, but. Um, Really, the drop shot was the best way to catch them after the tournament started. So, uh, the first day I caught a bunch on uh, top water, but I actually weighed all my fishing on a drop shot. And uh, kind of went off from there. The second day was another one of those northeast, you know, when east, northeast, uh, just a little breeze, pretty slick actually. And that drop shot prevailed again. Uh, it was the last day, it was perfect for it. Um, you know, it's supposed to blow like three, four mile an hour out of the north. And I don't think it blew that. Maybe a mile an hour breeze. Um, slick, calm. Uh, you know, third day of the tournament, boats have already been running around. Uh, Sunday, boats were, you know, jet skis were in the water. And a lot of a lot of pontoon boats and stuff driving around. The fishing was just catching them on a reaction on that, on that day. Unless you're in a real quiet area, with them. very tough. So. I never put a drop shot rod, never, never put the jerk bait out, never put the uh, spinner bait out, never put anything but a drop shot because right. you know, if I got near it, it was fish on, and I caught a lot of fish that third day, and 
a lot of good quality fish. It was just an unbelievable day. And, you know, no, camera, no cameras on me. I had a Garmin filming. Uh, my two biggest fish, you know, like half the big ones I caught, I didn't show the cameras. I'm not used to doing that. Uh, you know, I usually bounce them over the front, and I might show the camera real quick. These I had to land the back because they were big ones. And you can probably hear me in the background, kind of laughing. That's a good one. And grabbing it. But, uh, yeah, I caught a lot of fish that day. Um, yeah, it was weird. It was weird. I never saw an elite guy go by all all day. I never saw a cameraman until oh, wow. I, saw Sega, I saw Sega pull up about 2.30. Sega pulled up, and I had to leave at 2.22. About 2.35, I had to meet at 3, so I did myself 25 minutes to get back. So I saw Sago. Sago came at like 2.30 and, and hung with me for five minutes. He left, and then I left. That was the only person I saw, and uh, it was pretty amazing. Um, did he catch him that good and not, not see anybody? It was pretty pretty now, awesome. I'm hoping nobody finds out around fishing, so I can give you fish there again. <laughs> and, now, and catch him again on that spot. You were fishing deep, and then uh, you decide to go shallow. What what made yeah. you go? What made you go shallow? Just the majority of fish in that lake were still shallow. Uh, I thought when I go there, usually uh, before in the past, there's majority of fish are always in twenty to thirty feet. It seems like uh, sometimes forty. Um, a few times I've been there, they've been in like that ten to twenty foot, or you know, in between like fifteen, fourteen, fifteen feet. It seems like to get there a lot. But it's been years since I've been doing it, something like that. And I actually practice deep a lot. I did it through a spinnerbait and uh, I did every all. I was on 20 jerkbait a lot in practice. And I get bit every time I did it, and I caught my biggest one shallow, you know, 14 feet on reaction bait. So I was, it was enough to let me know that there's, you know, maybe, you know, fish, there's more fish shallow. I kind of figured that. But I caught. There's so many fish I like. I caught them really good deep, too. I, mean, I was getting, you know, 18, 19 pounds a day out of, like, 18 or 20 to 25, 30 feet of water. So it was hard for me. It was kind of between to me. But it seemed like after the tournament started, I, after I started whacking on fish, I couldn't catch that many four-pounders. Like, I was only getting one or two a day, and I was like, I was getting four or five of them a day. So I, that final day, I just stayed up in that grass, stayed shallow in fish grass in a, in a big area. And picked it apart, and then I caught most of the big fish in that area. And it was, uh, it was definitely where most of the big ones were at. They were up in that grass still, probably because of because the yellow perch were up there. There's uh, schools of yellow perch. You right. see them in the grass. You see them. You guys should just look in the water and see them swimming by, like big schools of them. Look like kind of like schools of shad, but they're real dark. And uh, I could tell they're yellow perch. And I'm pretty sure that's why the fish were up in that grass. They're probably all all over like that. Because of the three or four agile aperture up there. That's good, Spencer. You say hi to everybody? <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> I'd like to in here. I'd like to in here. Yeah. So you said you fished the drop shot. You fished the drop shot um, most of the tournament. What was your drop shot setup? Yeah, it was a uh, 12P, 12 pound uh, PI on. Sunline braids, new stuff. That's really cool, really neat stuff. Uh, PI on and uh, this eight pound SD sniper, which is the, you know, best sunline. Uh, about 15, 20 feet of that. Uh, fluorocarbon leader with an FG knot. Then a tie uni. I always use a uni for a, you know, for the hook, hook tie. 
I mean, I bought a leader, uh, you know, a 20-inch leader, so keep my lower mat of grass a little bit because grass is tall. There's all kinds of different grass where I was fishing. Is you know, every kind of grass that was in the lake was there. But a long leader kicked a lot of uh, grass off the worms. If I, when I had a normal leader, it was getting balled up in the worm a lot, so that helped. And uh, I knew how uh, I got, got to uh, GFS heavy cover, uh, not available yet, but I just got some eye cast and I got about 25 of each size. And I was using that. That's size awesome. One. Size one, which is a tiny little hook. And it's a Texas rig hook. Uh, it's got really a keeper on it, but the hook was, uh, that's the best Texas rig hook I've ever used. I've been using it for this whole season. It's in a, I've had it in a two and three out, and it's, uh, it's by far the best hook on the market. I mean, people could argue it, but they, they wouldn't be correct. It's the best hook. It's, can't say enough about it. I'm super excited about it. I can't wait for people to get in their hands and see how good it is. But I never missed a fish. I caught probably 35 fish that last game. Never hooked and lost a fish, not one. Even in the grass, I hooked them in the grass clothes. Uh, so just amazing. I'm super excited about that. And uh, a four inch Aaron's Magic Red Flake, Red and Black Flake. Yes, there's Robo Worm. Yeah, the four inch fat one and a quarter ounce weight. Quarter ounce Tunston weight. And that's pretty much. Just went around and wanted to work with them, but, but that, was, that was a pretty good. I couldn't figure out a better way to catch them. I, mean, I could throw a Nico rig or something like that, but it wouldn't have been as good as what I was doing. It's pretty, pretty straightforward, just drop shot. Right. Well, congratulations on your win, and uh, we appreciate you coming on and talking to us and uh, giving us a look back at the victory. Um, going forward through the rest of the uh, 2017 schedule, I know we're only a few more events left, but uh, is there any other events that you're looking forward to this year fishing? Yeah, we have a, I can't say when, but we have a major league sometime coming out this year. Um, those are always super exciting. Uh, I mean, I know people can have lot to watch that show, but it is, it is exciting tournament to look forward to. Uh, and all of them, really. We got St. Clair coming up, which is well, might be my favorite up north. Not sure. I got to put some thought into it. And then you have um, Malax, which Malax is. Uh, I can't wait to fish there again. I kind of fished it wrong last year. I kind of let everybody have their rocks, and I didn't move in on people, which I have a hard time fishing on people. I like to right. them, but this year I think I'm going to fish a little different and move on guys and pump their boats is because. You have to be on the spot to catch them. Uh, yeah, I was around the spot. I was around my waypoints, but they were all on the waypoints. I found all those. I found a bunch of those spots last year, like Takahiro and Lucas. I mean, I found a bunch of those boulders, but those guys were camping on them. I just didn't move in on it and fish the same rock with those guys. But I think you have to in order to catch them. So we'll see what happens at that Malax tournament. Pretty neat place. So. Awesome. So looking forward to the rest of the season. Always. Good. So win another one or two. <laughs> it could happen. Our, well, good luck to you the rest of the season, and uh, hopefully we'll be talking to you again right here on Basscast Radio. I hope so. I mean, if I want right, come back. There you go. Thank you. All right. All right. We'll talk to you guys soon. Peace. God bless. Bye. 
Alright guys, we appreciate Aaron taking the time and uh, talking with us and uh, hope you guys enjoyed this lunchtime episode of Basscast Radio. Make sure you tune in this Sunday night, 7pm for our regular show. It's going to be great. You guys are having already soon. Wow, Z-Bait Company, Doomsday Tackle. And we have Ken Duke for Fishing Tackle Retailer. It's going to be on. Let's look back at ICAST 2017. Plus, Captain Dale Wilson is going to be on giving us the Smith Mountain Lake Lake Report. Don't want to miss any of this. Hope you guys have a wonderful Friday afternoon. Uh, it's going to be a quiet afternoon around here. But uh, we look forward to uh, talking to you guys again on um, Sunday afternoon, 7 p.m. Talk soon, you guys. Later. You've been listening to BassCast Radio, the best in local and national bass fishing. For more episodes, go to Spreaker.com slash BassCastRadio or like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash BassCastRadio and follow us on Twitter at BassCastNews. pages from a magazine been looking for the answers ever since we were 17 you know the truth can be a weapon to fight this world of ill intentions a new answer to the same question how many times will you learn the same lesson When I need to send cash fast, the Western Union app is my go-to. And now you can send up to $500 for a $5 fee worldwide. All you have to do is download the app, choose the pay in cash option, then come in and pay at a participating Western Union agent location. Download the Western Union app today.